Discord. Hello and welcome to the Spiritual Solopreneur Podcast. Today my guest is Isabel Zimmerman. Isabel practices hypnosis soul healing to help people see, hear, and feel the messages coming in from their spirit guides. She's passionate about helping people unlock the keys to living life with more ease and joy through connection with their loving guides. Hello, Isabel. Hello, Bev. So happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. I'm really excited to talk to you about spirit guides and hypnosis and ascension and who knows what else. Yes, I'm delighted to uh, facilitate anything that I can for your greater awareness. Thank you so much. Isabel, my first question for you is, have you been connected with your own spirit guides from the day one, basically, or is this something that came later and developed? I would say most of us are connected with our spirit guides, but we are not in recognition of that connection because that connection is not taught to us, but we've all had a gut feeling, an instinct, and all humans have had a spiritual experience that defies logic. And it could be a simple thing of a dream and you visit your grandmother and you wake up to a wet pillow because you cried in your sleep. It is not normal to cry in your sleep, is it not? But this is a spiritual experience. And so the wonderful human mind will bring in doubt and fear instead of going towards that connection. So you are always connected. I was always connected. But I would say to you, I did not strengthen that connection until seven years ago. And seven years ago, I had studied quantum physics, self-studied quantum physics for a young adult novel that I was writing. And in that research of particle physics, the angelic realm and the fairy realm, going to the Russian websites, going to the Polish websites, the Irish, the UK, whatever I could read on the research, I began to realize that there was way more going on. And so I did work with a spiritual coach. Um, I did a one-on-one program. And then I, shortly after I did that one-on-one program, May 8th of 2017, I connected to goddess Isis, my inner being. And how I did that, because I'm a very sciencey kind of girl, <laughs> I was at work at lunch and I went into my car and I put on bilateral beats because mm-hmm. it's a stereo system. And I knew crossing the right hemisphere with the left hemisphere would access more of my brainwaves. And then I asked to connect to my inner being and I got the message. And I first saw, I first felt 
between my eyebrows, my third eye, a pressure. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I am having a physiological experience. This is so cool. And all I saw was like this yellow energy light. And I just breathed through and I listened to the bilateral beats and I stayed in that meditative state. And then I said, hello. And I, and I, and I saw a reverse image of a face just flashed very fast. And um, if you've ever developed film and you look at the little film that they give you back from your photos, that's what it looked like. It looked like sepia, but reverse image. And um, I saw uh, a face, um, a female, and then I heard iris. And I went, oh, I love the iris flower. And then I heard goddess Isis. And then I went, I remember, Bev, another physiological experience. I, I had chills from the top of my head, like the little fine hairs all the way down to my toes. And I have never had a current of energy ever go through my body before like that. And then I, I said, do you have a message for me? And she gave me a message and it was very loving. And um, I went to my spiritual coach and I said, I think I just channeled. I think I just connected. And they said, yes, you did. And then from there, I would only allow goddess Isis to talk to me. And I wouldn't allow any other entities to channel through me. But um, Thoth um, is from ancient Egypt. He um, taught humans or civilizations how to read and write. He was a scribe and a dear friend to goddess Isis and taught her magic. And Thoth actually came from Atlantis. And Isis and Thoth and Osiris created the mystery schools, were, which were for the ascension. And we call that esoteric teachings. So not spiritual. I mean, it is spiritual, but not religious. So these are spiritual teachings, esoteric teachings. Um, and then, so Thoth would send me... Um, signs and messages in my physical reality he everywhere I went for three weeks I heard a love song like I would walk into the room and the tv would be on and it would be like a love song playing in the background or I would turn on my car and it would be a love song or I would walk into the grocery store and it would be a love song so he was so insistent for three weeks I finally said fine i will let you in. <laughs> he's knocking on the door pretty loud <laughs> yeah so i i allowed thought in and then after thought then i you know connected to archangel michael and raphael and you know now i can connect to galactic entities the octurians and you know all sorts of entities now um but I cannot imagine my life not being connected to my guides, even though I knew I have always been connected to my guides. You, 
you're not aware of it. And once you are, you feel this tremendous love, this unconditional love, this um, peace and joy. And then they really are assisting you in your life um, to so you can avoid um, tremendous pain and suffering. Um, and so when you really work with your guides and 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 really have the ability to communicate with them. And it is a practice because there's a lot of fear here and a lot of intensity here, right? And so your guides, um, they do not have a physical body. They are energy and you have a physical body. So one of the things I teach is you get attuned to your body. You get attuned to your energy of your body um, because they will communicate through feeling, through energy of your body. But if you are uh, not aware or not attuned, it's just like listening to a station. You're operating on AM and they're operating on FM. So I teach a lot of things to align you to the frequency of your guides um, and understand their messages and communicate. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. Oh, my gosh. Um, my thought is that, to correct me if I'm wrong, if you agree with this, we come here to experience certain things. Um, we have an idea in mind of what we want to learn or what we want to do here. And so there's, there's an essence of, of that. And to my mind, it's like, okay, there's probably like an easy way to do this and a hard way to do this. Um, and I'm wondering if, like you said, the guides can sort of steer us towards the, the, the path of least resistance to yes. get to the goal. Very much so. So every soul has a gift and a lesson. So one of these examples that was given to me that I read that I really like, Jack Cousteau, who was a marine biologist, he was inspired by his inner being to explore the ocean. And so when he was aligned to his purpose, it's not that he didn't have any challenges, but he could receive inspiration how to create a device to dive longer or have connections with another scientist that needs the component or somebody else who could say, this is a beautiful place to explore. So when you are in tuned with your angels and your non-physical team, you start to become in the flow of life. You start to feel more safe and secure. You have less anxiety because you're also doing a practice. You could call it a spiritual practice, but you could just call it a practice of connecting to your guides. And even in that connection, you start to, uh, when people are really starting to become aware of their guides and work with them, um, sometimes we call it an awakening, um, but they'll say, the grass looks greener. 
the sky looks bluer. Could it be? And I say yes, because your frequency changes. So we can bring this down to a very simple thing. Um, when you're sad and depressed, food doesn't even taste good. True. <laughs> when you're happy and you're in joy, food tastes great. Music is fun. But when you're sad and depressed, music is gives you a headache. So that is frequency of emotion in your body that changes your perspective and experience of physical reality. So when you start to vibrate higher consistently and you raise your vibration, because now you are connected with your guides, your world starts to change. So... Raising the vibration, we hear this a lot, right? All you have to do is raise your vibration. That's not that easy exactly. when, <laughs> when things so are that's going why not I so teach great. It. <laughs> so on January 7th, I'm having a class called Connecting with Your Guides 101. And it's a six-week program. It's 90 minutes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm the teacher that gets you cooking. So if you're going to learn how to cook from Isabel Zimmerman, you are cooking in the kitchen. You are eating the food you are cooking. You are not watching a video. You are not reading. You are acting and doing. Yes, as the teacher, Isabel Zimmerman is going to show you how, but then I'm going to kick you out in little breakout rooms and you're going to be practicing right away because as soon as you do it, you will retain it. So one of the things I do teach is how to reduce your fear and how do you raise your vibration. And I teach two different methodologies to do so. And then we practice so that you know how to calm yourself down. And it's not just take a deep breath, even though that is really good. But when you're in fear, the last thing you want to do is take a deep breath. Right. Okay. Can't. Exactly. So we, I use a different modality to bring your fear down and it's a I've taught it to so 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 many people and it works every single time and I'm like yeah yeah I know I know awesome so I call it changing the station um and then um so it's a multi-pronged effect for me I find that you have to reduce the fear and then when you reduce the fear then you can bring in the love because what is high vibration high vibration is joy love gratitude and bliss when you're in fear the last thing you can say is I am grateful <laughs> doesn't work exactly so um you know 
parting with this tool um, for the for the people that attend is just valuable in itself. Um, I want to work with people who want to learn how to cook and connect with their guides, um, even though the tools that I teach would help anyone, no matter where they are in their journey. Um, but for me, for fun, I want the ones who really want to make a beautiful cake. I want the ones who <laughs> yeah. really want to make a great meal. I want the ones who really want to eat it. You know, those are you speaking are the... figuratively or literally? Yeah. No, figuratively, <laughs> okay. yeah. But those are the students that I want, you know. I want you to be excited. I want you, you know, um, you know, right away we're gonna connect with your guides, but then we're gonna gain evidence, like little scavenger hunts. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I really um ensure that the class was fun and interactive and that everyone gets buddied up so you have a partner so you find your best friend in this class that you can go in your journey of um, greater awareness and awakening and have a friend have a friend and so six weeks you're you're buddied up with the, the a group of people throughout the whole six weeks um, and then you know, those who want to continue on with me, of course, I have more classes. Of course, I am a teacher. Yeah. But, you know, but at least the foundation class is really good because wouldn't it be nice to, to, to not only know that you have spirit guides, but to feel your spirit guides and to communicate with your spirit guides. And, you know, I'm so passionate around it because when I first connected with my spirit guide, um, goddess Isis, to me, it was like someone describing love to me. And I would read romance novels. I would watch movies. I would see my girlfriends fall in love. But it wasn't until I fell in love that I knew it differently and that's how it is with your connection with your guides until you feel it it's just a story to you right now exactly and, and I get it. how did the messages come in for people who are not you know clairvoyant or clairaudient or right so in the very beginning guys so far, the pattern that I have seen, it's through synchronicities. And so this is why we're going to have a scavenger hunt. So you can really be attuned to the messages because you might not hear them right away. And that's okay because once we gather your data, then your evidence and your confidence starts to open up because you're not scared because they've been giving you gentle signs. So once you start looking for the messages and the synchronicities, and then we look it up, I don't want someone to say, oh, I saw 111 and not know what it means. <laughs> that is I'm not the teacher than I am. I'm no. laughing because on my way to here, I just happened to look at the clock and it was 1111. And I got a bill for $111.34 yesterday. I don't know what the 34 is about. But <laughs> yes. 
So there's even a book called The Time Prompt Phenomenon 1111 that was written, I think, around 2009 or something. I don't, I don't know. actually know what it means. I know it means something. It does mean something. And I'm not going to tell you because I want you to look it up. Okay. I will look it up. Um, so, so we gather evidence and then, and in the multi-prong approach, so when you do start connecting and you start channeling, connecting to your guides, um, it will sound like you, but not you. And how I mean that is if I was reading a book out loud, it would sound like my voice because I'm reading it out loud, but I didn't write the words. Gotcha. So that's really what it sounds like. It's, okay. it's It sounds like my voice, but they're not my words. You wouldn't say that. Exactly. Interesting. I know that, that you had said that you studied under um, Dolores Cannon um, and for anyone who isn't aware Dolores Cannon was a very highly respected and well-known expert in hypnosis and past life regression. Did you learn your technique from her? I did. So Dolores Cannon, um, thank goodness she did this. She was really a pioneer for past life regressions. I would say if you read one of her 14 books, (laughs) she, um, really documented her sessions. She was very much like a journalist. She, um, Dolores Cannon in the very beginning was trying to prove past lives were, were real. So so she would excavate for historical information that the client would not be aware of. Um, And then I think she finally figured she had enough empirical data that yes, we are consciousness and we continue on and there are things um, that you, you would not be aware of. And I've even encountered in that in my sessions. So I've done over a thousand regressions. Wow. Seven years. Uh, yes. If I, um, went to an FDA, I would get approval. I have enough of the data set. Mm. Um, the regressions are transforming. I call them your oh shit moment. Well, obviously, they they have an effect on your current life. Some, yeah, they do. So everything. One of the things that a lot of people don't um, are not aware of, and it's okay. um, But a lot of people are not aware of. You think your fears were um, developed in this incarnation, so you think that um, your childhood, your upbringing, your culture. that everything was created in this incarnation. And um, surprisingly to me, um, and I really asked around this and channeled around it, but really 90% of your fears that you are experiencing in your current life is from your other lives. 90%. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So um, you can stop blaming your mom and your dad. Oh, darn. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You really came in with your fears. And um, it was always by design 
for you to overcome them. Right. So um, as a soul healer, um, the the trauma and the fracturing of the soul, um, we go in and we repair it and that um, or transmute it, really, because we're changing the frequency. But in, in, in how that is, every healing session is different. I might bring in angelic beings. I might bring in elite surgeons. I might bring in um, the other souls that were part of the trauma. Uh, I'm always guided by my physical team to um, transmute this frequency into a lighter frequency. How that impacts the transformation of my clients has been remarkable. I remember when I first started um, you know, you could do 20 years of therapy and kind of move the needle a little bit. <laughs> and I was doing sessions and sometimes I, the, the client would come back and I wouldn't even recognize them because they were so much lighter, brighter, happier. Um, and their lives just transformed in such amazing, unexpected ways, even for me. I was just like, wow. So recently I'm working with um, a client and she was an, uh, she's, she's an energy healer. So she's aware, right? And she didn't know what to expect going under. And, um, and now I, I don't really like doing one and done. I really like at least four sessions because it's, I can't, I want the, I, Isabel wants to see that transformation. Yes, it's great for the client too. And that makes me very happy, but I also want to see it. I want to see the blossoming. Gotcha. You know, um, because I, I put a lot of time into it and a lot of healing and energy or Reiki or whatever. Um, so I want to see the baby walk. So, um, I came to her house so I, I can do it I can do these sessions in person or um, Zoom. Most of my sessions are via Zoom anyways. But she happened to be in person and I would go to her house and I walked into her kitchen and it was totally decluttered, her tea cabinet organized, her whole house transformed. She's transforming before my my very eyes, and it's remarkable. Wow! And I said, "Are you expecting that?" No, I never. I'm always delighted, always (laughs) delighted. And she heard from Goddess Bridget that she needed to clean her kitchen, and so she she because she's starting to channel now. She's starting to hear them. Because it's a process, guys. Like, so, like, be gentle on yourself that you don't hear them quite yet. Be gentle. There's a lot of programming here. But anyways, so she's hearing Bridget, and she she said, Bridget told me, and she woke me up in the middle of the night, and I knew the next day I had to clean my kitchen and organize it. It never made sense to me. <laughs> and so... um 
there's just like little things like that that are big things, you know, decluttering and, you know. um, Whatever you need. Yeah, it's, yeah. I I would say um, once you're connected to your guides and there's levels and stages, because again, there are a lot of the programming here, um, your childlike wonder returns. You giggle yeah, yeah. more. It's like Christmas. <laughs> it is like Christmas. It is like Christmas. You can see I'm and a big fan so, of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny, um, you know, how so many people, and it's it's very common, but so many people need to get past that hump. Mm-hmm. And you have to set your intentions to say, I want to connect with my guides. Yeah. It's a little scary. It- at first, yeah, it's it? the unknown that you hit. You're like, you're hitting the unknown, even what are they though. Going you, to say? Yeah, <laughs> what are yeah. they going to tell me? <laughs> yeah, what are they going to say? So when you're connected with your guides, it is always a loving message. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> always, it is never, never, never not. And if you if you hear a message that's not, it's not them. Yeah, it's your ego, right? <laughs> but most people recognize their ego yeah i think i think what it is um i think the fear might be like oh i'm going to be possessed by a demon or uh someone is uh going to make me do something that is uh bad okay that is fear-based you are going into a fear frequency that is dense spirit guides reside in the angelic realm in the celestial realm in the loving realm spirit guides are love that's who you are connecting to that's why your vibration has to be raised you are not going to get dense, dark thoughts because you are actively raising, opening your heart, quieting the fear within you. That's why it is always a loving experience. And when we do regressions, you are connecting with your guide. And that's why it is always a beautiful experience because your intention is love. Having the intention is half the battle. That that, right. that starts the, the raising of the vibration process, it sounds like. That's right. And awesome. of course, when I just said that, it sounds all logical, right? Yeah. But fear, people's fear stops you you limit yourself you stop yourself because your fear believe it or not is irrational yeah it seems the opposite it seems like my fear is quite logical (laughs) of course i know right it's so ironic in fact the whole thing is always counterintuitive yeah exactly (laughs) the our guides have they incarnated before some, some have never. 
there is a variety of guides. If your listeners and yourself can go on nasa.org, I don't think it's nasa.gov, I think it's nasa.org, and just look at pictures of how many galaxies there are Mm. and planets. That's how much variety there are with your spirit guides. Right. But you always have three two to three, right from when you're a baby, you are never, ever, ever alone. Hmm. How do they pick me? (laughs) Your inner being, your spirit guides are a vibrational match. So they, on the other side, You are aware of all your lives and all your possibilities of consciousness of your inner being. And so your inner being, which is you, will choose or other guides will come to assist you. Mm. You may choose on the other side to assist someone else. And so once you start opening up your mind and not thinking A or B, this or that, but start (laughs) thinking quantum. Quantum is both. You are neither dead nor alive. You are in a state of bothness. When you move away from duality to polarity, polarity are poles. You cannot have hot without cold, cold without hot. You're in a frequency of band. There is no right. There is no wrong. There is just frequency and polarity. And once you start to understand that, your fear goes down. Your heart starts to open. You start to see and feel things in a new, profound way. Well, it's very exciting. You know, as a prospect for someone who doesn't really have that. I mean, I understand that the guides are probably talking to me all the time and I'm ignoring them, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. They're, yeah. You're on the phone and they're getting a busy signal. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry, but. <laughs> so but the they prospect... love you no matter what. Well, so I'm glad matter. you hear that. I'm glad you hear that. Something occurred to me that's kind of funny. That, that, so some of the guides probably being incarnated at some point on some planet or in some galaxy somewhere same with us for as far as past lives go we're all ets <laughs> yes yes yeah the guides are ets we're ets most likely unlikely that we've yes. only ever incarnated as human right yes exactly and so just so you know one of the things um hypnosis One of the things that I love about doing hypnosis is that the person really gets to know who they are and they get to fall in love with themselves. Um, Too much on this world, we compare ourselves to others. We judge ourselves harshly. uh, We have a very strong core limiting belief that we are not worthy. We have a very strong limiting belief that we are not enough. And 
doing, going into your soul conscious field, you understand what a warrior you are, what a beautiful light you are. And, and um, all your experiences of your other aspects of selves, um, you know, I get to witness you falling in love with yourself. Well, of course, I am cheering you on and saying, is that not remarkable? Look how beautiful you are. Look how unique you are. Look how amazing you are, you know? And so instead of you reading your cliff notes, because like, yes, you can read a cliff notes to the great Gatsby, but there's something about reading the book and really experiencing the book that is different. And so when you experience your other aspects of self and your other lives, um, it's just transformational and you really start to fall in love with yourself. And the more self-love you have, the brighter you are, the more tolerant you are. Your relationships start to blossom and grow in connectivity um, because you have a deeper and profound understanding of relationships because you've visited your other lives and what happened when your heart was closed? What happened when it was open? Um, no life ever says, you, nobody cares about what house you would live in or what car you drive in or what you did for a job. That is not what the soul cares about. The soul cares about love. That's it. Basically. <laughs> Basically. And there, you know, I mean, fear or the trauma or whatever um there are soul lessons there was one life um she was a japanese um very wealthy she had silk slippers um and she had to go to the market to buy her own food because her whole family lost their wealth her father and her mother were taken away to jail and she was only with her grandmother she ended up um prostituting herself and living, um, doing whatever it took to keep her grandmother safe. And in that same life, she got money back and she was in an idyllic scene with ribbons in her hair and her children running around on this beautiful, well-manicured lawn and sipping tea. But it was shocking. Now, in that session... Uh, the client came to me because she wanted to know why when she was a little girl, she would swallow jewelry and coins. Interesting. And under. Wow. And it was from that trauma of that life. Right. And her inner being knew that she was going to lose all her money and gain it back. But it was so shocking it caused a rift in her consciousness. So her inner being knew, because there's no time for them, that Isabel Zimmerman would come along and heal that rift. Which freaks me out all the time. Yeah. Would would losing the wealth be something that would have been predetermined for some reason? It a- was predetermined. They wanted her, her soul wanted her to lose her wealth to see the gift of poverty. 
And a lot of people are like, what? Gift? Come on. There is. There's always a gift to everyone. And you have to do your homework. Now, in her session, she saw the gift of the poverty because it was freedom. If you have nothing, you have everything. But because it was so shocking, she did not see the gift. And so we did a lot of healing in that session so that she could stop resisting and being a hoarder. Oh, interesting. So the the gift of the poverty was freedom in in that there's a lot of responsibility with wealth. <laughs> yeah. So her soul wanted to explore that in one lifetime. Gotcha. I wanted to ask you about your your take on the earth reset that we keep hearing about the big ascension and and you are an ascension teacher actually yes yeah so tell tell me a little about that this is my favorite subject so when i first learned about the ascension i thought it was not in my lifetime and it sounded i don't know a little fantastical Like, what? We're ascending. We're going to have light bodies. We're going to be in fifth dimension. We're going to have all these magical powers. And there's going to be peace on earth. And, well, no way. Not us. So, um, to my surprise, yes, we are in a global shift. I am beyond doubt. Personally, I am beyond doubt. Yes, we are ascending in our bodies. I have had too many conversations, too many experiences for me to to deny it. So I am fully embracing it now. There is an awakening. There are many courses for the our society, the humans, to ascend. Um, Everyone will have to do their um, healing journey. They will eventually learn to go within. Um, They will eventually be connected to their guides. And there is really an awakening. You can see it. I've seen it on LinkedIn. I've seen it in entrepreneur meetings. Um, A lot of people are coming out that they're saying that they're light workers or they're spiritual teachers or um, there's a flood of life coaches and grief counselors. Um, There's a, you can see the healing. Um, People are more open to energy work now and breath work. You know, when acupuncture came out, the Western people said, well, you know, doctors are like, well, we open up cadavers. We, we, we don't understand, like, you know, the pinkies connected to your kidney, right? Right. But now we can map the meridians. Ta-da! Wow, Chinese medicine was right. 3,000 years old. Holy moly. Um, so it just our instruments weren't sensitive for energy, but the fMRI machines have um, enabled us, our superconductor, has enabled us to see energy and particle physics. The CERN Collider is fully aware it's only one particle and that there is one field. Um, It's an electromagnetic field. 
uh, everything is energy um, and, you know, they'll call it consciousness or the non-local or they'll call it the quantum. People have different languages around it. But yes, so the physicists um, of Earth, very smart, very elite, are very aware of consciousness and they are now really including consciousness instead of excluding it. And that was the double slit experiment when you act when you observe a particle it changes from a wave or a particle and so when you measure it it changes the behavior and so that flipped out a whole bunch of people yeah, a lot yeah. that um, was freaky yeah <laughs> and, what do you mean you know i look at it and, it and it changes wait a minute <laughs> yeah yeah what what do you mean by right so then you you know for me, that led me to resonance, that led me to cymatics, that led me to sacred geometry. Sacred geometry led me to uh, channeling. You know, uh, there was uh, many studies that I embarked on uh, to connect to consciousness in the quantum field. And now I teach it. Because it's, by not being connected, I feel like, it, there's a lot of pain and suffering, really unnecessary pain and suffering. And once you're connected, you're connected to self and source and uh, higher frequency. And, you know, people's physical ailments go away. Um, you know, their their lives really start to transform. And now I can see, oh, we're going to 5D. So a lot of people are, instead of, Instead of um, judging right and wrong, they're looking for synchronicities or they're understanding polarities. They're understanding emotion and logic is necessary. They're understanding divine feminine and divine masculine. They are really expanding their minds and heart. And um, a lot of my friends um, who have been connected to consciousness for a while are having their hands buzz and they're they're doing healing work and joe dispensa is witnessing miracles um you know one of the cool stories that i just heard from joe dispensa in his retreats that have changed over in the past two years a woman grew her thyroid back and that's great because that's empirical data we have pictures of her not having a thyroid to pictures of her having a thyroid after her surgery, right? So there are some remarkable things, um, but, you know, it is, everything is a level of belief. Your thoughts and your beliefs are your vibration and the prime directive of God or source. What you believe is what you attract. And that's for everyone, guys. And we have free will. So you can choose your beliefs. You can choose to shed limiting beliefs. You can choose a higher perspective. perspective. But you must choose. I cannot lift the weights for you. You have to lift your own weights. And that's just the way it is for all of us. So was this predetermined as well the, the ascension yes so there was a seven 
you've heard like different timelines and they don't operate in time, but there is a cycle. There's everything in cycles, guys. There will always be cycles. And this cycle for humanity, um, we really fell from Atlantis. Um, We were a fifth dimensional species in Atlantis. We were humans in Atlantis. Um, And then we fell uh, to the third dimension. And now a lot of us Atlantinians, which I'm also Atlantinian, a lot of us Atlantinians are helping humanity raise from 3D out of fear into the fifth dimension. This is fascinating. <laughs> I love it. And so th- those of us who are on planet Earth now, we it, it was we knew that this was going to happen and ch- and probably yes. chose to yes. be you've here worked, to witness. Yes. And you've worked many, many, many lives to ascend. You know, like this is the greatest show on earth. You know, sometimes when I go to like, you know, I don't understand why it's not on CNN and being broadcast. Like, you know, to me, this is the most, we have so many galactic beings around us assisting us on this birth. Um, this is the greatest show in the multiverse right now, guys. And there's nine other planets waiting to ascend after Earth ascends because everything is connected. So this is way more beyond than a little human mind can think, you know. Right. And and I know I'm limited, you know. Like I remember some of my consciousness, um, maybe a little bit more than others, but I know I know jack shit. You know, I, I feel like I have knowings, but I oh, know. Jack. <laughs> if you don't know anything, I really don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I always try to temper my mind with logical answers and just say, no, 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 no. You don't know. You don't. Yeah. You don't know is about. <laughs> you think, you know, but you don't know. And it's okay. That's a good practice. Like yeah. That. Isabel, is there a couple of things you can give the audience to kind of get a jump start on this connection to the spirit guys that they can do themselves? Yes. Ask to be connected to your guides right away. How do you want to receive the messages? Do you want it through music? Do you want it through numbers? Do you want it through colors? Do you want it through birds? And then for goodness sakes, little ones out there, look up the messages because you're not hearing them yet. So look up the meaning of 111. Google it. (laughs) Google it. You know, and pay attention to your dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a reoccurring dream when I was a young child and it wasn't until I was older and connected to the guides, I said, what was up with that dream? I said, it was like a nightmare. So I was five and under, and I had this dream over and over and over. Um, I saw, I didn't know what they were, but now I do. They were tanks, and there was like five of us, and we were running through these buildings, and I think it was a war zone. Um, And we were always safe, and I, I remember feeling like the other people were mad that we were escaping or moving through the city. Um, But as a little girl, I was really, really scared. 
And um, the message was, I was so brave and courageous. But I did not understand that message, that (laughs) that was what they were sending me, that I was brave and courageous. And let me tell you, if I was aware at five that that was my message, my life unfolded perfectly, but I can see a different potential if I had that belief that I was brave and courageous. What else would I have done as Isabel growing up, believing that I was brave and courageous? Well, maybe it was just as well. Exactly. It all unfolds perfectly, but this is what I'm saying, right? It's like, you know, I'm not going to cry over spilled milk, but I'm just saying, hey, guys, you're getting messages. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you waiting? Like, come on, let's yeah. go. It's there waiting for you. It's there let's, waiting for you. Let's hook and up. It's more love. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Isabel, thank you so much. For your messages and for coming on. I really have enjoyed chatting with you. How can people find out how to um, latch onto your program there and register? Yes. So attracting wisdom, it will be under programs on my website. And you, uh, it says right there, connecting with guides 101. Um, It starts January 7th. Um, it's $333 for the six weeks. Do I need to look up 333? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I will do that. Yes. Okay. Because once you see it, you'll be like, oh, (laughs) Uh uh-huh. He's crafty. Method to her madness. (laughs) Method to my madness. Um, and yeah, I really, please, please, please sign up for the class. Please, please. Um, sign up for the class. Let's get you connected because once you're connected and you start to embrace your purpose and your, your guides and your mission and start hearing the messages, it's going to be contagious. It's go- They're going to say, Bev, what change? What are you doing? Are you working out? Like that's cause that's what happens. Um, and, 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 you know, I, and I'm hoping you'll be really brave at that point. Obviously you are because you have this podcast. Um, I'm connected to my guides. What about you? You know, come on guys, let's get connected in ancient Egypt in the mystery schools. This is what was taught, you know, to be connected to your guides, to raise from your lower mind to your higher mind, to be connected within. Uh, there was temples so that you could connect. Uh, quiet spaces. This was very normal for humans as a species. And we just went to really tremendous separation and fear. And I don't know about you, Bev, but I am tired of the dark ages. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) It's time to hook up. (laughs) Time to hook up and get connected. Get connected. Exactly. Isabel, thank you so much. You're so welcome (laughs) and love you all tremendously. Awesome. (laughs) Bye for now.